You are listening to High Shelf Gaming. This is a show where we talk about board games and role-playing games and gaming conventions. If this is what you're looking for, please keep listening. You can always find us on our website, Facebook group, Facebook page, or on Twitter and Twitch and Discord, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. Super easy to join the community, and we look forward to meeting you. Quick reminder, we are doing a giveaway. I've got a 3D printed monster, a gray render, super interesting creature and kind of hard to come by, honestly. In order to enter into win, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Once we get to 20 reviews, we're going to roll a die and see who wins. Hey, everyone. David Gillespie here again. And as always, I'm joined by the chaotic Rich Wisniewski. Dude, how did you know my Blood Elf Cleric in World of Warcraft is chaotic, <laughs> neutral, evil bard? <laughs> He's got so many alignments. Um, you know what's really awesome is our guest totally believes everything I just said. That's true. Our guest today is the lovely and wonderful Amy from Gen Con. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And it's so cute that you think I even know what you're saying, Rich. See? <laughs> She believes everything I just said. She's like, yeah, he's a chaotic, neutral, something bard. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Amy, we met you running up to Gen Con, and you had saved our bacon so many times. Thank you so much, everyone. Amy is the hero of the day. She is the volunteer with the most... Awesome. I don't I don't even know what your role is, but you totally saved our bacon as a volunteer for Gen Con. Thank you. I would never let anybody wear my Canadian tuxedo, but Amy might be able to wear the Canadian tuxedo. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, she's rocking that denim. (laughs) So um Amy, we've wanted to talk to you for like over a month now after after Gen Con and really just finally all of her stuff sorted out. You are a volunteer for Gen Con, right? Correct. Seven years. This is my seventh year. God. Wow. <laughs> the patience of a saint. Yeah. So, okay. It's my favorite event. It is, really. Yeah. Oh, hands down, my favorite time in the city, my favorite four days. It's I, I take vacation from work to work at Gen Con and work long, long hours. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you must be putting in like in those four days, five days, you must be putting in a smooth, like 30 hours, maybe more. Oh, minimum. Yeah, for sure. God, we really wanted to talk about like volunteering at Gen Con and like what Gen Con means for you as a volunteer and as a local and all of that stuff. So like, how did you find Gen Con? So I think, like being local to indie Gen Con is not, I mean, Gen Con is just something that, that everybody that lives here kind of knows is coming. And whether that is to, you know, beware of, of downtown or, you know, stay away or go and watch all, all that happens and, and all there is to see, everybody in indie kind of knows about Gen Con. So wow. I, um, I love volunteering for events just because there it's a good way to kind of see different things. So one day, um, seven years ago, (laughs) I got onto the website and, you know, there's a whole application, there's a whole process, but I had never attended before. So I really wasn't, I, I didn't really know other than filling out the application and here's my name and, you know, here's when I'm available to work. That was kind of all that I knew. So when I I walked in for the first day, it was all very very overwhelming. I walked up to walked up to the volunteer HQ and was just like, "Here I am, you know, I'm here to volunteer." And God bless, you know, Will, who if anybody has been to the volunteer HQ booth knows, you know, Will and Wes who sit there, and they just looked at me and they were just like, "Um, where's your badge?" <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> What's the badge? And so they, God bless them, honestly, because they were so patient. They were so, okay, walk over to this line, give them your credit card. Like, you know, walk me through the whole thing, got me all set up. I mean, I literally had no idea, had absolutely no idea what, what I was walking into. That is awesome. So, she walks yeah, away was, and they're like, I don't know if this one's going to last, boss. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, guaranteed. They're like, is is she for real? Like, are, are we doing? Like what in the hell? So 
you know, fast forward four days. I did I did a lot that first year. Um, there, I, God, I was in the VIG area for a while. I uh, there was I don't remember what they call like the celebrities that that I know they don't do that much anymore, but. The celebrity that year was Wes Bentley, who I, I had not even seen Hunger Games at that point, but I know him from American Beauty. So I'm like falling all over. My, I mean, it was just, I'm just like, what the hell is like, what am I doing here? I mean, I had no idea, but at the end of it, I was just like, I cannot wait to do this again. Like this, this was so insane. Like, I can't wait. And I've been back every year since then. <laughs> that blows, okay. Listener, she is even doing this after I cornered and told her about my 15th level bar druid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So here's things that blow me away about you, Amy. One, uh, you're not really a gamer, right? You got into this cause you just are interested. Um, yeah, I am not really a gamer in the sense that, um, I play candy crush currently and my yes. uh, game of choice is Tetris. Yes. So, no, nice. I, okay. Hold no, on. Tetris is awesome. Yeah. No, we're I in. Mean, I'm taking ass at Tetris. I am so good at it. But that that is the extent of my um, gaming uh, <laughs> involvement. I to, to be fair, I I did grow up around gamers. My parents are gamers. My brother is you know a hardcore gamer. So I it's not like I don't know you know sure. what these things are it's it has just never it's never been my thing so sure. i'm a gamer by association is what i like to say <laughs> so i have a i have a small place in that world very very small so and the second thing that blows me away is you walked up with like no plan no foreknowledge like we yeah. as avid gamers going to gen con god we have to plan like two years out you have to know, all right, I'm going next year. I got to do this and this and this. Like, you have to do all this effort to show up and have a good time. And you're just like, eh, I'm a volunteer. See what I go. See how, see how do. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Just walk in. Well, and it's funny because thinking back to, I mean, even, you know, even the last seven years, it's, it's all kind of been, you know, there's been an evolution, I think, uh, you know, as far as, you know, I didn't, I, I probably paid like $30 every day to park downtown that first day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, girl, I got like, a series yeah. you didn't listen to. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I did. Well, and this, you know, obviously was seven years ago. Yes. Now I, you know, I stay downtown now. Obviously, I've learned the ways, but that first year, it was just, you know, it, just another event that I was volunteering for. And, it just kind of sucked me in. But yeah, I had absolutely no plan. I had no clue. I had no no idea of the world that would suck me in. That's that's for that is for darn sure. Yeah. So first year, did you like pay for your badge? You said that they sent you to the line and told you to use your credit card. Did you have yep. to pay for your badge year one? Yeah. yeah. So but you um so there's a whole, you know, there's a hierarchy, there's a whole thing. So if you the first level is a page, and I think it's 16 hours that you have to commit to. And if you, you know, work the 16 hours, they reimburse you. So oh, I okay. got yeah. a flex. How many you know, people? You know, two weeks later, whatever it was for, you know, $90, however much badges were back then. I mean, and I was just like, oh, cool. They they were telling the truth. Like they paid me back for it. So <laughs> You didn't even expect to. You're like, oh, interesting. Yeah, no, Their shop is actually yeah. legit. They will actually pay me back. Yeah, yeah for sure. So... I think I, I think I did the 16 hours, maybe one more year. And then, you know, went up to the 32 because the other thing about it is there's so many different reasons why people volunteer. And, you know, you guys met my friend Mike this year and I met him the first year in volunteer HQ, which, you know, that he's one of my closest friends. Now we've, that was our first interaction ever was at that first Gen Con. And, oh, you know, cool. he did it. He did it because, you know, it, it offsets some of the cost. If you come from, you know, out of state or not local to Indy, you know, they pay a portion of your hotel and, right. you know, what if you drive. And so there's a whole, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why, why people do. I did it because I'm an insane person. But, you know, there's a <laughs> lot of different reasons why, you know, a different benefit to, to why, you know, people would volunteer. Yeah. And, and that's that's an important thing that we haven't really covered much on the show is that, Volunteering at Gen Con is absolutely a worthwhile endeavor and it can offset some costs. So do you kind of have a sense of what that is? Like if somebody volunteers 16 hours versus 32 hours, what, what's the, 
What's the benefit uh, financially for doing that? Yeah, so I see it has definitely uh, it's changed a little bit just only because of um, the laws that have passed in in Indiana. Mm. So um, for somebody who you know has been doing it as long as I have, which I let me just tell you, I am nothing. Like j- seven years is nothing. Like one of my friends got his ten year pin this year. Another one of my friends got his twenty year pin, and that's wow. for volunteering. Yeah. Wow. It's not just, yeah, it's, I mean, it sucks you in. I am telling you, like, it, it's insane. But, um, so back then, you know, it was a little bit different. Now they, you know, they make you fill out paperwork and you're technically, you know, working part time. But I think a lot of the, the benefits, you know, stay the same. I think it's 25% that they'll pay for your hotel. Nice. You know, you submit your receipt that actually used to be one of the things that I did when I worked at volunteer HQ, I would take, you know, make sure everybody had the right paperwork that they were turning in to, you know, to get refunded and all of that. Um, but they used to do uh, a per diem as well. But um, now instead of doing per diem, you, uh, you get an hourly wage. So, oh. I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not much, but it's, you know, it's like, if you're like me and you take, vacation time from your real job i'm getting paid vacation time and i'm getting paid to volunteer yeah <laughs> so it, you know it all works out That's nice. so you know looking at it from an outsider's perspective i wouldn't you know i wouldn't have known you know for, i wouldn't have known what vigs were you know if i hadn't volunteered i wouldn't know anything about that program i wouldn't know truthfully and this is embarrassing i wouldn't know what the exhibitor hall is you know, oh yeah they're just <laughs> that I just would not, you know, would not have seen if I just decided to go, you know, for a day, I, there are things that I, I would never have, have experienced if, if it were not for volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Gen Con is a, is a unique beast. So good on you for diving into the belly of this crazy creature, uh, without like, without really being attached to gaming. I mean, that's, I, I find that a lot of times people who are not into gaming get they get deeply immersed in the into the gaming scene like they kind of visit it can be overwhelming so are you like when you get into that are you like jazzed by it or was it overwhelming and kind of shocking so it was it was both it was absolutely overwhelming it it was definitely shocking i think honestly i think it takes a couple of years to to really understand like that just when you think you you have figured out what Gen Con is all about, there there's just even there's a whole nother level that you didn't even know was there. You know what I mean? It's not still you know it still even happens for me, um, and and that's one of my favorite things. You know, doing what I do and where I'm kind of stationed as a volunteer every year. I love asking you know people. It you know, it it somehow always comes out if it's their first time there. And I always ask, you know, well, what do you think so far? Like, what have you seen so far? Right. And it, that to me is so fun. And if they're looking for a certain thing, like I know enough. I mean, I don't obviously some things they say and I'm like, bless you. But it's the name <laughs> of the are, are you sick? Did you come down with something? <laughs> yeah. But luckily, I, you know, I have tools. I can, you know, well, let's see if, you know, you never know. They might be, they might be running that game, you know, here. And yeah. and so that part of it is really, really fun to kind of be able to introduce people, especially people who are there for the first time. Like, you know, don't, don't rule anything out at Gen Con. Do not, you know, there, trust me when I say there is something here for you. Like, do not rule anything out. You know, that might be a really fun question, which is when, if, you know, from your position of everything, what is the best advice for someone's first year at Gen Con? You know, we, we've talked um, about some of our strategies, but what do you see watching people? That's a good one, Rich. That is a good one. Thanks. I did I, some research. Here's the hard thing of, about your question, Rich. I find that so many people come to Gen Con for such a specific purpose. And whether it's, you know, I'm very involved in this game or you know, this group of friends goes every year and they wanted me to come and, you know, what, whatever the reason is that kind of draws somebody to Gen Con in the first place, I think my best advice would be to just come with an open mind and literally see as much as you can the first year. Mm. Because like I said, it takes so much time to to really understand and, and listening to, and you guys know this, listening to your 
you know, strategy of how you, you know, get, get your group together and you have, you know, have your schedules and I want to do this and I want to do that. Like somebody going for the first time and listening to that would think you are a lunatic. I do not have this much time to invest in, you know what I mean? Like this is supposed to be fun for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you go the first year and just see what it's all about, you know, grab a handful of generic tickets, like walk around, pop into rooms, you know, look through, look through the catalog before you come, obviously, because it's, it's online now and look for things that you're into. I mean, you, you truly, you don't know, like you don't know until you really invest time in walking around and seeing it and, and doing a little bit of research, but you can't, you just can't see enough. There, there's so much there. You can't see everything. So if you're coming for the first time, I think coming with an open mind and, you know, just being open is, yeah. is my best advice for, for the first, first timers that are coming. I think that was great advice. Yeah, definitely. And I have a hot tip for everyone for where to best get your generics and when to get your generics. And that Ooh. is after you get your pass, go into the gamer hall Thursday morning, first thing. Gamer hall is open. There's not really anything going on. Run down to the end of the gamer hall, and there's this awesome booth with these awesome volunteers. There's no line, and they will totally sell you all the generics you want. Look for the most sparkly volunteer that you can find in hall A and buy (laughs) all of your generics. Yes. (laughs) I like your thoughts. Yes. What's really funny is that's actually a pretty solid way of getting generics instead of having to wait in the line. That is not, yep. that's something I didn't even know till this year as we were really? uh, meeting you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When oh, you were like, oh, come down to my booth and buy generics. We were both like, wait, what? <laughs> yes, <laughs> we had no idea you could do, do that. that. You absolutely can. And we're, I mean, where I am, if anybody's listening that's been there, I'm in Hall A, which is literally to me it feels like so far away it's not like my oh god god bless my friends that watch Olympic oil every day but um <laughs> it, it is very far away as somebody who has to run back to the customer service booth multiple times throughout one shift it is very far away but it's worth it there's a lot to see down there <laughs> you know what was you're the, right next to the um you're right next to the dealer hall is. the dealer hall that goes into the gamer hall you're not too far from yeah. that entrance <laughs> And that's a secret entrance right there. And then this year, um, the Blizzard booth was right next to us, and they had, like, these movies showing. And when they weren't in there, they had, like, this fireplace go. I mean, it was like like they set up there just for us. It was fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I think the Battletech pods were pretty close to you guys. I remember, like, when we were when I was standing there talking to you, like, some of the big, big-name attractions in the Gamer Hall were all right around you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So everybody asked. Um, our our table specifically about the Battletech pods, which are um, $8 for generic tickets, and that's for one run-through. I, I wish I had a dollar for every time I had to say that. Um, you'd be like, you'd be wealthy at this point. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but I know it's all true. And then um, when I know when all of the Pokemon tournaments start, and I know when all of the Magic the Gathering tournaments start. Oh, yeah, that's like critical stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. So, and some, it's it's so interesting to me because you know, some people will come and, you know, that that's that's their Gen Con home is sitting, you know, in, in that gamer hall because whether they're, you know, running running games for a specific company or they're testing a specific companies, you know, they have slotted different games that are testing different times. I mean, some people I, I ran into a guy that um, I used to work with at a previous job and I saw him every single day, every day he was down there. So just grinding just, it out, it, just working it, just just in Gamer Hall A, yeah. busting up games. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, I think that's, you know, that's what's so interesting about it to me is, you know, everybody kind of has their own, you know, they've got their own agenda, which I love. And it's like, you know, they they know what they want. <laughs> They're there to do what they want. And I love it. Yeah. I, and that, that really gets back to your original point of show up year one and just do as many different things as you can. Because eventually people settle into the two things or the, even the one thing that they care about. But early on, there's a lot to be gained for going around and just trying a bunch of different stuff and seeing if there's something else there outside of your current uh, gaming experience. I really like that advice you gave. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting to me too, because, you know, obviously meeting you, you guys was a highlight for me this year, 
Likewise. Likewise. Because likewise, because my brain is the way that it is. You know, you you both know because I've told you it, it what really drew me into your guys' podcast was was the explanation behind, you know, this is why we do this. This is, you know, this is the way we do it. It's it's not right, wrong, or indifferent. This is the way our group does it. And to think about how different that is for all of the different groups, all of the different individuals that come, you know, every year. And whether it is their first year or their 10th year or their 15th year, like, you know, and my, fr- my friend Mike, I'm going to talk about him all the time because he's, you know, my Gen Con buddy. Him and his friends, they, they have their own, you know, they have their own way. But Mike specifically, he always schedules times to demo games. And, mm. like, obviously I had no idea what that meant the first year, but he explained to me that, you know, Gen Con is a huge, you know, exhibition for these companies. And it's like, when, when are you ever going to get your product in front of that many potential customers at one time? You're, you can't. I mean, it's, it's completely unmatched. It's an unmatched experience. So scheduling time to really, you know, demo as many games as you can, see what you like, give feedback if they're open to that. Like you, you could spend four days, honestly, doing that by right. no event tickets whatsoever, you know, doing nothing else, but just demoing games. You could spend four days doing that. Yeah. And he needs to have a podcast. Oh yeah, definitely. And and you would not, you would not be a, you would not have wasted your con. Like that is an entirely enjoyable <laughs> Gen Con. Absolutely. Exactly. And I think it's, uh, it's all, you know, it's such an, it's, it's crazy that to think that 60,000 people have 60,000 different experiences, you know, and, and some people kind of know how to make it work for themselves. Some people are kind of lost in the mix and, you know, hopefully they, they listen to things like this. They find all the resources that are, you know, available on site. I mean, whatever they do and they get advice, but there's, there's so many different, you know, experiences that you can come away with you really just build it for yourself and i love that like what what a great event to you know you really just make it your own that i think that's probably one of the things i love the most about it yeah like for me i do game i i don't play i have not oh i hit a milestone this year i did buy event tickets to two events tell us more well, I didn't go to either of them, but Aww. I did buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so I baby steps were taking baby steps when I was cleaning out my badge holder and I found them. I was like, damn, oh, I really wanted to go to both of these. Yeah, but- you know what's really funny there is everyone that listens to our podcast that goes to Gen Con has also had that exact same experience. I look at my exactly. badge holder and go, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I totally I to go to that event. Totally we missed this awesome event. Yeah. On Thursday at one o'clock, that I missed this damn event. <laughs> now you did. You did pick up a game this year, and I think it was us giving you a little push into some of the gaming world. How yes, did yes. that game go? And dear listener, we 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 cradled her in very softly yeah. with the beginning of exploding kittens. Which is a great starter game. But it is a great game. Yes. Awesome. I, I did play it. I played it with my family. It was fantastic. Now, like I said, I come from a family of gamers. So of course they had all played before. They were very oh, kind to good. me. I did not win, but I uh, had a lot of fun. We actually did um we did a like a whole gaming night that night. I played another game that what? night. Um, concept. You yeah, played more than one game concept? now? Holy shit. I I know, I know. So it it was a fun night. I and hey, it, even if it's board games or I'm, you know, it's not that I don't hate game. You know, that's that's. Oh I don't yeah, want no, anybody no, to no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, what was the other game you played? Thing. You played Exploding Kittens, concept. and what was it? Concept. Oh, I don't think I've played Concept. You, oh my gosh! So my favorite, if I can say I have a favorite kind of game, I don't. But if I could say that I have a favorite kind. It's when you play with people who really know you. So mm-hmm. you, it's really based on, you know, personalities and like you can play to, okay, well, this person is on my team and they will totally get what I'm, what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Like when you can play to somebody's personality and maybe that's, you know, part of my personality, like I don't play games, but you know, I know you really well. So I know I'm going to do good in this game. But mm-hmm. that that game was, was very, very fun because, again, I played with my family. You know, we're all very close. It was just it was really fun. So 
Highly awesome. recommend. <laughs> From the awesome. non-gamer, play, play concept. <laughs> and another thing that Amy is is quite quite the sophisticated aficionado of restaurants, and one of my favorites, hot box pizza. Oh. <laughs> I think I think that every time we told Amy we love hot box pizza, we got that same polite giggle of "Oh, you guys, <laughs> you like hot box pizza, cardboard alley." <laughs> I I will not I will never turn down a pizza or b hot box pizza, but I will say just just in defense of everyone who lives in Indianapolis, hot. I've got to show you better than hot box pizza next year. <laughs> next year, that is on our quest. Our quest yes. is to go to the Amy certified location, even yes. though she supports our obsession with hot box pizza. We are going to go to an Amy location. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that I, truly, it, it's so funny that you say that because. I could go on the indie local, you know, the indie native inside of me could go on and on about, you know, the different restaurants and the different businesses and everybody who just jumps on board with Gen Con. And it just makes me love them so much more. And, you know, it's, it's incredible to me what indie has done as a city just to kind of welcome Gen Con. And that's part of the reason why I, I love it so much. And I'm, you know, just so proud. It makes me so proud. And, being in the hospitality industry, it just, you know, my heart just explodes. The whole, oh, the whole four days, it's insane. By the way, the big announcement, this, this is being recorded after the big announcement in Indianapolis, yep. which is what? So they, um, I guess, have solidified um, the plans to uh, kind of build a structure on Pan Am Plaza with uh, a whole new ballroom like 50 over 50,000 square feet which is going to be the biggest ballroom in oh, Indy it'll be connected wow. to the convention center by a skywalk which is insane yeah and um, have have greenlit two new Hilton properties I believe so adding about 1400 sleeping rooms to wow. that uh, so yeah. wait no where where is that in relation to the convention center for all of us non-natives where is that so, uh, I mean, you can say that it's across from the convention center, but obviously that means nothing because the, the convention center is huge and has a, a million <laughs> different entities. So the, the better way to think about it is being across from Crown Plaza um, and Union Station. So it's okay. kind of on that intersection where that kind of plain, almost like patio type <laughs> blank space is right now. Oh, um, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know where that and, is. So all that's getting turned into like more ballroom and convention space, basically. Yes. So if you, um, there's a link. I I can't remember who who it is that um, posted it on the fans of Gen Con page, but there's actually um, some rendering drawings of kind of what, uh, you know, what it's hopefully going to look like. That really, I mean, even being a local, that helped me kind of put into perspective I mean, just the size, but also the location in, you know, in relation to where the convention center is and how big we're talking, how much space it's going to take up. So yeah, check, check that out. Um, we'll we'll find that and we'll find that and link it in the show notes, folks. So if you're, if you're curious about this space and and these renderings, we'll, we'll definitely get them linked up. Yep. And it's, it's funny, my, you know, my husband works in a hotel downtown and we were just in an event on Saturday and we were talking to, they, he does um, audio visual. So we were talking to a bunch of his coworkers and they hadn't Shout even out seen. Shout out to Paul. It. That's yeah. right. And, 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 and AV. Uh, so we should mention that Paul, Rich and I all have an AV connection. So we're all simpatico there. Oh, it's also mm, worth mentioning if you're going to hang out with the three of them, that's what you get to talk about. That's so, right. <laughs> Party it. After all of our 15th level Druid talk, we yeah. talk AV. That's right. That's right. Projectors, microphones, and Amy's just like, oh my God, you guys, let's talk about anything else. And we're like, cool, let's talk about games. Amy's like, God, When you start talking about bards and raids and hordes and shit i'm like i'm okay come on can we go back to talking about projections <laughs> it's all it's all murky it's all murky in there it's all just gray space in my in my head so. yeah. but yeah, 
they, um, even his coworkers, you know, they had not, not yet seen, I didn't think it was like a hidden article or anything, but I thought to me, the IBJ article about it was awesome, but just being able to kind of have that visual to look at and kind of understand, you know, where it would be and the size of it. And it's, it's real, it's worth a look for sure. It's, it's awesome. It looks great. Yeah. That I'm, I'm so pumped because, you know, we've talked about in the past that like, India is a phenomenal town for Gen Con because so many amenities are right next to the convention center from restaurants to hotels to post office for shipping your stuff home. Like there's so much right there. Most cities put the convention center way BFE. So like, sure, you have the convention center, but there's nothing to do nearby. So, So it's so cool that India was like, awesome. Let's add some more hotel space. Let's add some more ballroom space. Let's, let's green light a bunch of stuff. And really, I wonder how much of that was for Gen Con. Because isn't Gen Con like one of the biggest conventions in Indy? Yeah. Is it the biggest? I don't know that it's the biggest, but okay. it's one. Did you say yes? My I don't husband know. said yes. Oh, wow. And he knows. Okay. So if it's not, let's not go on record and say that. But it's, I mean, it is, it is a substantial piece of business to Indianapolis as a whole. Let's say that. I think that's fair to say. It is, it is not something that Indy takes lightly. It mm-hmm. is something that they will, you know, if there's a need, I think, you know, what you said, David, they're going to listen. They're going to do all they can. And I, that was really, that was kind of made evident, um, it, you know, in 2000, I think it was 12, was the year that we hosted the Super Bowl. And, you know, when they did all, all the things that they did to host the Super Bowl, I mean, Gen Con is just like that. They, wow. you know, Gen Con talks and Indy listens. It's, it's amazing. But we just don't, we don't want you guys to go anywhere. That's we right. We're not. Yeah. Like, I think the announcement mm-hmm. is we're going, Gen Con is going to stay there definitely through 2023. Yes. 2023. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a healthy commitment. Normally conventions do like, two-year commitments, four-year commitments, you know, uh, they, they try and keep their options open. So, I mean, all of that extra investment really, really pays out, I think. And Dave and I, we, we convention all over the nation with our jobs, you know, Orlando might be big enough, but man, everything's in so spread out. Right. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. Might be big enough, but then there's just a bunch of mad hookers because no one's (laughs) going to spend their money on that because they're buying games. Absolutely. And, and you don't want a hooker who's is, mad at you. You don't want that. No, that's bad news. Nobody would come back. That's right. That's but right. I'll, I'll go down swinging every time. I will. I will fight to the death every time this argument comes up. It, you know, because of what you just said. Like, is Orlando big enough? Of course. Is Las Vegas big enough? Of course. Like, there's there's no argument that. There are cities that are that are large enough to host the convention itself. That's that is not what is in question. I think, you know, what most people think of is the attendee experience. And like you said, oh, David, so there's so many things that are just there's they're just right there. It it's so walkable. That was that was what everybody, you know, after the Super Bowl, the feedback that that just kept coming in was it just the city is just so walkable, yep, right. you know, and you can you can walk two blocks and get fast food. You can walk two blocks and get, you know, a nice steak dinner. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. It's all right there. It right. is all right there. Right. Big shout out to Dick's Last Resort. My favorite place to hang out. <laughs> That's right. Well, and there's, you know, you've got Dick's right there. You've got uh, what is it? St. Elmo's, the steak joint right there. Rams. Um, I mean, there's just so many good food oh, places. Walking distance. Amy question. Let's let's drop Amy on the spot again. If you have to eat at one place when you're at downtown Indy, where do we need to go? Wait, wait. Before Not you answer, one. hold on. Before you answer, it has to okay. be it has to be within walking distance of the convention. Right. Well, you're carrying say twenty pounds worth of stuff. I'm gonna stick with my answer and say nada. Really? Wow. She wants to go uh, grab an Uber. And I know what an Uber. Are you crazy? It's right under Circle Center. Oh, 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 the restaurant Nada. Oh, the restaurant yes, Nada. <laughs> See, we we both heard we both heard nothing. And I was like, oh, where would you go then? But you would go to Nada. Me and all my homeboys south of the border are going nothing. 
<laughs> so what is what is nada? What is nada? So it's a Mexican place. It, I don't. It is not the only one in the United States. I'm pretty sure there's one in Cincinnati as well. But it is. It's a Mexican place, but it is phenomenal. Like I mean, I just I cannot recommend that place to enough people. It is so good. The atmosphere. Their location is so fantastic. The atmosphere in there is fantastic. Their margaritas are fantastic. I mean, it's all. And the food is just, it's great. It is just such a great little spot. It is, it, it's one of my favorites downtown. God, absolutely. We have missed go, out. We have Fernando, missed out. We're going to go test it out next time. We're That's there. right. Yes. We're going to, we're going to, yeah. Hugo and Fernando are coming back and we're yes. going to go there and give it the seal of approval from Texans and Mexicans. We're going to put that place through its paces. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But, you know, after six months and it might be different. I, you know, there's places popping up everywhere. So Which is really cool. It's really cool yeah. that Indy has so much growth that you guys got new places popping up, new stuff happening every year. I, I will say that's one of the oh, things oh, that's oh. really nice. Oh, go ahead. Is is Noodles gone for real? It is gone, yes. Okay. Um, I We actually drove by there, God, just last week, and the sign is down. Oh. But it, it, it was incredibly sad. I know. That's not to say, maybe you know, maybe they're renovating. Maybe they'll come back. I, I don't know the story on it, but for now, at, at present, yeah. um, it is gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're going to have to do like a Amy in the Field report before Gen Con <laughs> next year and be like, Amy in the Field, can we get some updates from downtown Indy? We, you know, we missed out because this year there was like a crazy sinkhole and there's all this stuff. Like if Amy, if we had known you before then, and if we could have gotten you in like a reporter outfit with a microphone, Amy in the field <laughs> next to a sinkhole and a flooded out noodles and company, like we would have been, that would have been amazing. So hopefully. on NBC. <laughs> I can organize the candlelight vigil. I mean, we really missed the book. <laughs> really we totally need to do a candlelight vigil for Noodles and Company. Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. That needs to At our meetup next year, we'll have like a five minute, like this moment of silence. We'll all, you know, raise our lit candles and it'll, it'll be really sweet. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Yeah. We have to do that now. We have to do that. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell my my non gamer story about True Dungeon. Please. So, I, for, for some reason, I get and I again, who knows? I get notifications whenever anything new is posted in the fans of Gen Con page because I do like to you know, like that's my city that they're talking about. That's my event that they're talking. You know, so I do like to kind of keep up on on what's you know what's new, whatever. Yeah. So they recorded they recorded so much footage this year you know they they had the twitch feed going they you know they have a youtube channel now they're they're really you know kind of expanding their their presence which is amazing yes so they posted something this year and it was the true dungeon video and so i'm watching it and i'm just in my head i'm thinking like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen like what what yes. is this so the more I'm watching it, the more I'm realizing this is happening at Gen Con. Where is this I've been going there for seven years. Seven years. Sure. And I've heard the words True Dungeon. I, you know, I, I know the tickets are expensive. They're impossible to get. Like, I know ab about it. I know, I guess I know the logistics piece from the back end of it. Like I know when people come up and ask me, like, I want to do a run of true dungeon. And I'm like, you are hilarious. Like I know that. <laughs> Cause it's not going to happen. They're all sold out. <laughs> no, exactly. But never in 5 million years did I know that that is what it looks like. Like I, I, I'm to this day, I, it was just a few days ago, but I am, I'm blown away. I am speechless. I yeah. cannot believe that that goes on at my convention. Like, yeah. it, and maybe this, I think this shows a little bit of my ignorance, but also it shows, you know, that so it is true. That there's always something there that you, you just don't know what's happening. You know, there's so many different layers. There's so many different, you know, events. There's no possible way that you can know everything that's going on. But, right. Right. Well, you are now Wait, now, hold on. I got a Orlando run. Hold on. I got a, I got a question for you. Do you like puzzles? Oh, please say Jesus. Yes. You do. 
Are you good? Oh at my god. Oh my god. You're so in. We need help with the puzzles so bad. <laughs> we did, um, we, it's kind of like, uh, it reminded me, I mean, obviously it's gaming theater. Hello, uh, I'm in. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, it's kind of like escape room-ish. Almost. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I did that for the first time this year. It was awesome. Like, it's, that's so... Okay. We had so much fun. It was ridiculous. Okay, if you're in for game for like an escape room, oh, Two Dungeon is going to be your jam. And we so <laughs> desperately need help solving puzzles. Um, please, yeah, you're in next year, and uh, we're going to do a True Dungeon run, and you're going to be our puzzle master, and it's going to we'll, be great. We'll invite you to the spreadsheet so you can see <laughs> the time frames and the dates. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, because you need to you need to request that time off from your volunteering. Yes. You, you are. I know. Well, I learned this year that apparently when you buy a ticket during the time when you're supposed to be volunteering, that is an issue. So that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a no, no, that's a no, no. <laughs> if I'm in, Hey, uh, you had me at spreadsheet. Okay. I'm, I'm all- <laughs> well, see, this is what I love is that like, it's like, sure. You're not a gamer, but you're a nerd. Like you're in like spreadsheets yes. are your jam, yes. you know, like, <laughs> It kind of it kind of reminds me of like um like Legends of the Hidden Temple 2.0. Did what? you ever watch that show? Are you too young? What? No. Isn't that kind of what it's like? Legends? What? Uh, the the audience is going to freak out though. I don't know this show. Legends of the Hidden. No, Temple. this looks like a Discovery Channel thing, right? No, ah. Nickelodeon. Oh, oh my god! No, Silver no. Okay, when I was born, we had black and white television and we had no <gasps> tablets to keep track of what we were working on. David, so, I cannot believe you do not know yes, Legends of the I have Temple. absolutely seen Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is this is very Yeah, you're in. No, you you're you're in the right head space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be gamer. <laughs> and and you know what? What's crazy is you're not starting with this like low tier scrub stuff of like playing D D or playing board games. No, you're going straight to high end dungeon. true dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> is that like uh like highbrow gaming? Yeah, <laughs> like you're you're dungeon? starting like you are learning to drive in a Ferrari. Like you're, you're <laughs> elite level gamer. You're yeah. elite okay. level gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bougie already. There it is, yeah. What else about Gen Con and about volunteering that keeps you jazzed amy like what is it about it other than what we've talked about so far is there anything else about volunteering at gen con that is that is your jam that is the the reason why you do it every year you know i don't know if we have not touched up i mean obviously like i've told you about my friend mike and you know our friendship that kind of blossomed through all of that but it truly is just seeing people you know in their happy place like Mm -hmm. i love i love people that you know People are my jam. The more people, the merrier to me. It's very funny to me because that is such a different attitude than so many people that are at Gen Con. And I'm not saying that, in, you know, in a negative way. I, it, I really have found that to be true. I'm I'm a very high energy person just by nature. And, I, you know, I really have had to learn how to dial that back if I, you know, if I want to have a conversation with, you know, with more than one person on a daily basis is, you know, you really have to understand that this is their happy place. And, you know, they didn't come for a, you know, weirdo extrovert to scream at them. Where are you from? And can I have your phone number? You know, like that, that's not what they're here for. So, I mean, it's been, it's been such a learning experience for me just to, to understand, you know, people have different happy places and, and Gen Con is just, it, it is so many people's happy place you know it's where they people spend their vacations there they bring their families Mm -hmm. there you know it could be their escape from their real life you know you just never know what's going on you know for for all of the different attendees and like i said there's so many different reasons why people come back and people love to come and every once in a while you know i would say a, a few times every con you know i hear stories and i'm just i'm blown away and or I can do something nice or, you know, I witnessed something nice being done that that's what keeps me like coming back. You know, if, if Gen Con is, is the, the beacon of light for one person, that's enough 
for me, you know, and going and seeking that out every year is enough for me. It's, I, I love, I love to be in other people's happy place, even when I'm not invited sometimes. I love. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a helper. You're helping people have their happy place for sure. Yeah. To experience that is, it, it's just an incredible thing. And, and that, that really is why I come back every year. It's like, I'm such a small, small, small piece of, of the puzzle that is Gen Con. But, you know, if, if all of the small pieces of the puzzle thought, you know, hey, if I can help one person today, it would be, you know, it would be incredible. It is incredible. It, it, I'm blown away by the work that, that the volunteers do. And I'm just I'm happy to be a part of it. it it's crazy. It, 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 every year it blows me away in a different a different way. Yeah. So, and this year was no different. I mean, it, it it gets better every year. And I can say that honestly, from the bottom of my heart, it gets better every year. Yeah. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. And I think that's such a welcoming thing to say for like anybody who's wanting to volunteer, but doesn't know how, you know, what they're really getting into and what they're going to be a part of. Um, that's a, that's really high praise and really cool. And it's, it's, it's evident because You've been there for seven years, and like you said, that's not even like the average is probably there longer. You know, probably people are volunteering a ton just because it's such a awesome experience to volunteer for Gen Con. It is, and it's you know, I think the first, like anything, the first couple of years, you know, you really have to. I think you have to have a passion either for the con itself, or you know, for people, or for what you're doing, just because you know, the first couple of years, you are doing things like putting program books out in, you know, in the little kiosk just for them to disappear in 20 seconds or, (laughs) you know, just checking to make sure that everybody who comes through the doors, you know, has a badge around their neck. And I think a lot, a lot of those kind of menial tasks, they get lost in the shuffle and you kind of feel like, you know, do I really, is this really, you know, what I'm here for? But at the end of the day, every, everything, everything, contributes to the success of a convention of that size and you know you you really you have to kind of you have to have a passion for it and you have to know that you know it doesn't matter what you're doing it it helps it all helps it all contributes and that that helps me anyway you know I don't I don't feel like I do a lot I I do but I don't feel like I do a lot but you know if I can leave at the end of the day and be like you know I made this person happy. I made this person happy and I made this person happy. I feel good. But you know, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm going to go sleep for, you know, four hours and I'm going to come back and I'm going to do it again. Like that's, that's enough to keep, keep me coming back. You know, that's just one of the things about Gen Con. Like we talk about all the time that it's such a magical place. There's so many great people being great to each other. And that's, that's the cornerstone of it, you know? And I think you really hit the nail on the head there in terms of how special an event it can be. It's just people, you know, there's something to be said about being surrounded by people who are passionate about the same thing that you are. And, yeah. you know, being, being a non-gamer, I think, has definitely has its pros. I mean, at Gen Con, it definitely has its cons. I walk around with a blank stare most of the time. But it, it definitely does have its pros as well. I mean, it's, looking at it from an outsider's perspective, it's, it's just so much more, I think, than, than people give it credit for. I want to shake people who, who have, you know, whether it's a negative or a, you know, stereotypical or prejudice, you know, I just want to say, you know, what do you do in your free time? Maybe the, you know, like I, you know what I do? I put stickers in my planner, like a freaking nine-year-old. Like, you know, people don't know, you know, what you enjoy and unless they understand it, like, I get it. People are, you know, people are going to have stereotypes and say negative things, but you know, fuck them. Like this is, this is my happy place. This is my happy four days. And I'm going to be embraced by this community. And that to me is that, why would you not want to be a part of that? You know, that's right. When you're here, you're family. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Amy. Hell yeah. That is such a great (laughs) message. I love that. I'm just saying, you know, it's not profound. It's not being an asshole. It's, you right. know, like let people do their thing. It's, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Jake Hunt Amy is like the best person out there. She says she's a small part, but she's actually one of the greatest parts. That's right. Don't make me cool, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
super true no this has been i'm so glad we got to talk i really am amy um you have such a a unique view on the show you're not volunteering in order to gain something at gen con other than just access to an amazing event you know you're not there to do some gaming thing you're there to just be in it and that's such a cool interesting take and I, i love that you came on here and shared it with us and friends i collect friends Dude, did we get Pokemon? We got Pokemon. <laughs> collect them all. She collected us. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Amy, thanks a ton for coming on and sharing this with us. This has been such a cool episode. I'm so glad you could make the time for it. Well, thank you. I really, I haven't even gotten a chance to like, thank you guys for what you're doing. I, I know that this is such a, this is a passion project for you guys. And, you know, you guys are truly the reason why, you know, I do what I do because you guys are passionate about, about gaming and about Gen Con and what you, what you guys put out every week. And truly it was, you know, it was the Gen Con series that brought me to you guys and, you know, led me to, to reach out to you guys. But I love, I just love that you guys, you love what you do so much, you know, to dedicate your time and, you know, dedicate your talents to spreading the word. And it's an incredible thing. It really is. I, I don't, I haven't known you guys a long time, but I'm, I'm so proud of you guys. It's it's incredible. Like you guys do incredible things. I hope you guys really, I hope you guys know that. Thank you. Dave, Dave, don't edit that part out. No, that's all staying in. That was so beautiful. Thank you. I really do love that. Well, awesome. Yeah, so we're definitely going to be seeing you again next year. We already have so many plans on things to do. And yeah. folks, you will just have to catch up and 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 stay stay connected because, oh, my God, we have so much going on next year. And Amy's such a big part of it. And it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Yes, I cannot wait. Hurry, 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 August. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone who's been listening, have fun and play well. May all your roles be crits. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, David Gillespie, with music provided by Taylor Guillory. Our web presence is managed by Amy Nelson. And if you like our style, please leave a review for us on iTunes. It's the best way to help people find us. Most importantly, though, feel welcome to connect with us on Twitter, our Facebook group, Discord server, our Friday night Twitch streams, and our website, all under the name High Shelf Gaming. We really look forward to talking and playing games with you. Thank you.